Presto. All the news you need to start your day. Good morning, you're listening to News Talk with me, Shane Beatty. It's Thursday the 19th of October. I hope you're well. Coming up. The alerts are set by Metair, not by Cork City Council. They're set on very, very specific criteria. Cork flooding cleanup operation gets underway, but should there have been a red warning? And government accused of making things worse for kids and direct provision. Plus, we'll have all the other news making the headlines and the latest in sport and entertainment. But first up this morning. A clean-up operation is continuing following severe flooding in Cork. Hundreds of homes and businesses suffered damage when Storm Babette passed over the south of the country yesterday. News Talk's Southern reporter Jamie O'Hara has more. People were forced to wade through chest-high floodwater in Middleton in East Cork yesterday after a month's rain fell in just over 24 hours. Over 100 properties in the town have been flooded, while the town's community centre will host people who have been forced to evacuate their homes. Glanmire has also suffered extreme flooding, with the town effectively closed off yesterday due to the level of the floodwaters. The floods have hit numerous towns and villages in Cork and Waterford, and it's expected the clean-up will take weeks and cost millions. Social Protection Minister Heather Humphreys has opened the humanitarian assistance scheme for home and business owners impacted by the floods. The British Prime Minister is due in Israel today for the start of a two-day trip to the Middle East. Rishi Sunak will meet the Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu before travelling to a number of other regional capitals. He'll be sharing his condolences over the loss of life in Israel and Gaza since the attack by Hamas earlier this month. Sky's political editor Beth Rigby explains what his focus will be on. It will be about humanitarian aid and about how the UK can play a role in trying to prevent wider escalation. I think also he will be there to try and represent uh, British citizens uh, and get people out. The government is being accused of making things worse for children living in state-provided accommodation. The Ombudsman for Children says he's not satisfied with the response to his investigation on direct provision and is urging the government to move away from emergency responses for children seeking international protection. Alan Cantwell has more. This is the first time a report of this kind has been published since the Commission was established in 2004 and highlights three specific recommendations from 2021. It's calling for an end of the use of commercial hotels and plan for accommodation capacity pressures, put in place a robust quality assurance mechanism and assess vulnerability of children in the international protection process. The Ombudsman for Children said inadequate standards in 2021 are still inadequate standards in 2023. Dr Niall Muldoon added, We cannot allow what everyone agreed was not good enough to become acceptable, simply because it's better than tense or better than nothing. The purpose of this report, he said, is not to shame government, but rather to spur them on not to lose sight of the commitments they themselves agreed in 2021. It's claimed the knock-on effect of the Nestle Limerick plant closure is much greater than just 547 job losses. Local TD Richard O'Donoghue says a network of contractors and support staff depend on servicing the Wyeth Nutrition Infant Formula plant in Askeaton. The Swiss company has announced it will cease operations at the plant in the first quarter of 2026. Richard O'Donoghue says the decision will impact the entire surrounding area. We have different welding companies that work there full-time. We have building contractors that are working there full-time. We have the canteen staff and we have the transport network out of there. It's massive because it takes in Clare, it takes in Kerry, it takes in Limerick uh, and the massive amount of employment that has been created through Whites. 
The Ashling Murphy murder trial resumes before the Central Criminal Court this morning. Yesterday, witnesses began giving evidence of what they saw on January 12th, 2022, along the Grand Canal in Tullamore. 33-year-old Joseph Pushka of Lenali Grove, Mukla in Offaly, denies murdering the school teacher. News Talk's Andrew Louth reports. Yesterday, the jury heard from a member of the Garda Photography Unit who described some pictures of the scene at ground level and from the air via a drone. After this, the prosecution called up two women who were running along the Grand Canal at the time of the alleged attack on Miss Murphy, one of whom had claimed she witnessed a man crouched over a woman in a hedgerow. The jury were then told the moment a cyclist was sent back to the scene and how he found Ashing Murphy motionless and non-responsive in a ditch. More witnesses are due to be called this morning as the trial continues. Continues. The trial of an Irish celebrity accused of engaging in sexual acts with a 16-year-old girl is coming to a close. The man, who's now in his 40s, denies the charges, which are alleged to have happened in Dublin in 2010. News Talk reporter Stephanie Rowan is following the case. This celebrity who can't be named for legal reasons is accused of engaging in three sexual acts with the then 16-year-old girl when he was in his 20s. Two are alleged to have happened at his home and one at his work. The prosecution say the complainant was credible and coherent in her evidence, but the celebrity says she was never in his home, with his barrister saying the complainant had laid fantasy over reality. He also has a second line of defence, that he honestly believed she was over the legal age of 17. The judge began her charge to the jury yesterday and will continue it this morning at the Dublin Circuit Criminal Court. President Michael D. Higgins is meeting Pope Francis today in the Vatican. Climate change, food security and global peace are expected to be high on the list of topics for discussion between the President and the Pontiff. It's their fourth meeting in 10 years. In entertainment news, experts say some TV programmes, including Call the Midwife, should come with a health warning showing what they claim are inaccurate birthing practices. Academics want safety recommendations added to avoid misinterpretation by viewers. Researchers looked at 87 births shown in episodes of the BBC drama, as well as This Is Going To Hurt and One Born Every Minute. And in sport in soccer, Shelburne came from behind to beat Sligo Rovers in the SSE Electricity Women's Premier Division last night. Christy Gray and Megan Smith-Lynch scored the goals in a 2-1 victory. The other two matches were postponed due to the inclement weather. DLR Waves were due to host Shamrock Rovers, while Athlone Town were set to travel for a meeting with Galway United. And that is first up for this morning. Please start your day with us again here tomorrow. In the meantime, you can check out all the news you need on Newstalk.com.